and he gets close enough to see who is under the helmet, uh, does not recognize his dad at all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the TuneIn Podcast, the podcast where we take real-life experiences and mock them until it hurts just to make you laugh. Throw in some really bad improv and you got yourself a podcast. On this week's episode, if you couldn't tell from the music, it is Christmas-themed. If you don't celebrate Christmas, that's okay because we're taking Christmas movies and ripping them apart. Ain't no nostalgia on this one. I will ruin your favorite Christmas movie. Just give me a chance to get to it. Afterwards, for Improv Me Wrong, there's some trouble going on in Santa's workshop. How will we deal with that? We'll have to find out. Grab a friend, trick them into thinking there's drugs in their eggnog when there really isn't, because that would be immoral. Convince them they want to listen to this with you, and let's hop into it. Do you hear that? It sounds like a jingle jangle of sleigh bells. Oh, God. What? Is there someone on our roof? I sure as hell hope not. <laughs> no, I was wrong. Uh, that sound we heard was the TuneIn Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the TuneIn Podcast. It's it's virtual again. To my right is where Brett would be. Hey, that's me. After Brett is Jimmy. What's happening, folks? And after Jimmy is Brittany. Hey, guys. And I'm your host, Trev. And I guess we have some splaining to do, at least as far as why we are remote again. That's because the COVID numbers are going up, and I'm not trying to a, spread COVID. I mean, Trev's a diaper baby. <laughs> also, uh, we have a Christmas episode to get through. And for those who don't celebrate Christmas, you'll like enjoy Trev. it anyway. Trev doesn't celebrate Christmas because he's never watched the Santa Claus. And we're into all my chest. strange. It's just a strange thing. It's a. I've never met classic, anybody who's never watched it. I'm mad well, about okay. it. It's a classic. <laughs> it's like the classic case of like every movie that I've seen, which is like I saw it when I was a kid, and I saw like it on TV, so Do I don't Disney remember Plus? all of it. Huh? Do you have Disney Plus? No. Well, then what do I look like? I'm rich. No, communist clearly. Because <laughs> you need to you need to get that Disney Plus so you can watch all three Santa Claus movies back to back. Like we do Jimmy, every weekend. <laughs> I would love, Maybe. I would love to be able to spend money on frivolous things such as Disney Plus. However, I am still looking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that I asked, I asked Santa for that for, for Christmas. a job. For a job, I'll buy you I'll a buy you some V bucks. Oh, good for that game that uh, no one plays anymore. <laughs> that you don't play. <laughs> Honestly, I appreciate the the sentiment. Just because I can't. Um, yes. You know? So I haven't seen the Santa Claus. Cause you're uh, sue me. I mean, I'm not gonna sue. I don't you, think. I, just, I don't think there's a legal issue here. I don't think it's possible yeah. to. Form I think it's a more of a moral issue than anything. Yeah, it's more of a how dare you issue. How about I tell you what I know about the Santa Claus? Okay. Okay. I'm uh, ready for so this. It's a <laughs> it's a movie starring Tim Allen. Yep. 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 So fast. And uh, he is does he hate christmas uh, is he kind of scroogey he's a little indifferent to christmas okay i mean he doesn't care much for christmas yeah, yeah. 
It's not his favorite. Ho- he probably likes Halloween better, to be honest. <laughs> He's one of those. Uh, <laughs> what is he coming okay? from? So it's it's late at night. What is it? One foggy Christmas Eve or something? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Christmas it's, Eve. Yes. And now who's yep, the one that's uh, rambling? <laughs> it's, uh, it's late He's at buying night. time to pull up the Wikipedia on the Santa Claus. <laughs> well, I mean, my hands have been in my pockets the whole time. Yeah, sure. But that is a good idea. I should have done that. <laughs> it's late at night, and he hears a uh, up on the rooftop click, click, click. Uh, except there instead of such a clatter, it, instead of uh, down through the chimney is old Saint Nick. He goes up on the roof and he sees old Saint Nick, and he's like, "Hey!" And then he scares him. And Santa falls off the roof and breaks his spine. You have the right concept. Yep. Okay. Wrong locations, but. All right. Well, you know, semantics. So. Uh, I love how Trev has only described the opening scene. Right. <laughs> it's the first scene of the movie. <laughs> that might be the only scene I've seen. Oh, no. Okay. So Santa dies. <laughs> and then. Wow. Uh, Santa breaks his, his neck to death. And then uh, Tim Allen is looking in the mirror and he's like, whoa, I'm growing a beard. You missed a very crucial part between him scaring Santa Claus and and him him turning into into Santa Claus. (laughs) Well, Santa dies to death. Yeah. That's not how how the transition happens. (laughs) Oh, it's just like a magical soul fly out of Santa and into (laughs) Tim Allen. I don't like Trev's version of this. (laughs) Trev, he puts on Santa's he puts on Santa's coat. Oh, he picks up a dead man's okay. clothes and wears them. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I think, honestly, I think my idea was better. Like, why would you do that? He, fi- he finds the man's business card. It tells him to put on his coat. So he does. Because we're just out here listening to dead people's business cards all of a yeah. sudden. Uh, so then uh, that's when he starts, you know, bearding up and everything. Uh, and he's like, he's like, hold up, homie, I don't grow beards, and so he shaves it off, but it just like grows back immediately. And uh, then he starts putting on weight. And I'm pretty then, sure the weight came first. Okay, uh, it he gets been a, a simultaneous, simultaneous thing. He gets a uh, above average hankering for cookies and milk. I mean, and only slightly. And, it's like uh, a Jimmy level hankering for cookies and milk. He's like jonesing for some reason to like deliver presents to children. What? <laughs> I don't. No. I don't oh, think dude, that's, that's explicitly explained in the movie. I don't. That's literally that's, all I know about Trim, that you movie. just described a man turning into Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not you what happens in the movie? described me this year. Started growing a beard, put on a little wig. Like, you you just described, described a quarantine, Trev. You described <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> Some people fell off a roof trying to do some projects at home. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... So, tonight's topic we are going to be talking about Christmas movies and kind of ripping them apart. So I do have something to get off my chest really quick. So in order to get into the Christmas spirit this year, Amy and I made some Christmas decorations. And while we were making decorations, we were listening to Christmas music. There's one that I have a problem with. The John Legend one that makes it seem like he's trying to kick the girl out? No. I don't know about that one. It's Baby It's, it's Cold baby, Outside. Yeah. They like redid the lyrics. The remake. It legitimately sounds like John Legend is trying to kick the girl out of his house. He's like, no, oh. you really can't stay. Like, get out. 
Oh, I like that. I, it, instead of being a rape song, it's more like a one night stand, get out of my house song. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, actually. It's like, oh, no, you you cannot sleep over. And she's like, please? Um, anyway, the, the song that I have a problem with is uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. Okay. But it's not, it's not... It's not the song itself. It's the version that Spotify played. And it, I, I don't know if it's the Bing Crosby version, but whoever was singing, he kept saying Santa Claus. <laughs> and that bothers Claus. me. It's like um, the Home Alone. The yep. Joe Pesci in Home Alone says Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. Hey, Santa Claus. <laughs> Only my problem with it is like it just it sounds kind of gross because it, it sounds like panty claws in what world does that sound like panty claws only in the well, you know, I get my asses, brain i get my asses and my peas mixed up all the time guys it's not about the pea sound it's just that annie sound and like people say panties and like it just that they are it's not gross. close to related it's gross it's i don't gross. know how your brain made that connection uh it's called rhyming it's called rhyming. It's, uh, travis brain only it, works in rhymes We've just my brain. Out. I've been I've been writing poetry and raps for so long that my my brain only recognizes rhyming. Um, but then I was Trev doesn't Trev doesn't put antifreeze in his car because it scares him. Mm. It's too sounds too close to pantyfreeze. Well, if someone if someone <laughs> <laughs> if somebody said antifreeze, I'd be like, eh, gross. But antifreeze is fine. Panty is closer to panty. <laughs> the word what? panties pronounced as panties, because like some people pronounce it that way, makes me uncomfortable. It's it's just weird. You know, it's like how some people don't like the word moist. Some people don't like the word tune in podcast. I don't like the word panties. <laughs> or words that rhyme. Rhyme with, panties. with panties. Or words that rhyme with panties. Panties, yeah. yeah. Not even the correct pronunciation of the word. Panties. Could you imagine like... Panty claws. Panty claws. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus and lingerie. Yeah, just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honestly, Jimmy, I'm glad you took it that way because I was gonna say like, "Ooh, I'm panty claws. <laughs> I like... deliver underwear to all the children." <laughs> <laughs> Only Mrs. Claus gets to see panty claws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only on special occasions too. Yeah. Fridays. <laughs> Friday. Okay. One Monday every month. Is there which Monday is it? It's random Monday. Whenever Mrs. Claus is in the mood. All right. Wow. Every once in a while it's back to back Mondays and Santa Claus is like, oh boy. It must be my lucky day. I could see him being like the person who wears like um underwear that's labeled by the day. Yes. And he just keep he keeps wearing Monday in the hopes that he could trick Mrs. Claus into thinking it's Monday. The Sunday ones are always top of the top of the uh, pile for the laundry. Yeah. Yeah. So no, she's I, like, I picture him to be the type of guy that wears he has six pairs of underwear labeled Sunday and one pair labeled Monday. <laughs> so there's always a pair that's dirty in the in the laundry pile oh, that says okay. Sunday on it. You know. Well, that's all I had to get off my chest. I just really <laughs> wanted to introduce Panty Claus as a character in the Tune In universe, the Tuneiverse to be called. Uh, does anyone have anything that they would like to get off their chest? Our upstairs neighbors. <laughs> it's a it's a little bit of a complaint, but 
So um, as of late, every morning at six o'clock on the dot, I hear this alarm go off. But it doesn't just go off and like hit snooze. Like I'm a snoozer. I can't say I'm not. I snooze at what? Three? Three times? Sometimes yeah, four. That's okay. I do that I, too. But I do it quickly. Like I grab it I'm quick. not like that at all. I'm he like, gets right up. goes off, I get up. It's weird. But so I snooze. I get it. But this kid who lives above us, it went off. I'm not even exaggerating like at all from six to six forty five today. <laughs> and it's continuous. To the point where now I'm like, okay, I'll just drown it out. But the neighbor next to him, who's like above us but diagonal, is not banging on the on the wall oh, for him no. to shut it off. So now he sleeps through the entire thing, which is also just pissing me off more. I'm wide awake hearing that sound, being like, okay, just go back to sleep. And like, it's fine. The sound is like, you know, it's kind of faint. It's, it's fine. But then the guy's banging on the wall for him to hear it. He never turned it off. I think his whatever it was just died how so, loud is that alarm like right loud enough that loud enough that we can hear it and that their neighbor can hear yeah. it and he's not and i do remember one morning hearing it at 6 a.m and there's roommates and not both of them are there all the time but this one time he was and he was like yo get up <laughs> so like the <laughs> other kid has to hears it and wakes him up but the other kid clearly was not home today and i was going to go up there and bang on the door i was so angry uh, so everyone like, hates this up. kid yes everybody wakes up from his alarm except for him yeah. who's in the, room <laughs> so the, the alarm the thing is he obviously has the alarm set for a reason for a reason yeah he's not getting anywhere that he's supposed to yeah, time, like, that's for sure. unless he sets the alarm like an hour in advance knowing yeah, that he's not going to wake up for it i feel like today he had to not be home like it must not be like a cell phone maybe it's like an actual like alarm clock oh, or something possible. and maybe he wasn't home and he forgot and i'm like oh my god what if he like went home for the holidays and it's gonna go off every day oh, until no. after christmas like i will kill somebody oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i um, will i i have one solution I'll, uh, that i will propose uh if if you just have me sleep over one night and uh it wakes me up I'll probably get mad enough to to go do something. <laughs> we might need that because he doesn't care enough because he's snoring just, next to me. So then I'm hearing fun. his snoring and then I'm hearing that and then the guy's banging and I was like, I'm never going back to sleep. You just got to like play that. a louder alarm. I, just, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> just double down. Like, do you think people hear our alarm? Like, then I started thinking about it. Then I'm panicking. Kind of quiet, it's kind of more like a ring. And I get it quickly. I mean, yeah. I don't no, want to go on for 45 minutes. I think it's more a matter of like, this sound is going on, but the longer it goes on, the more you can hear it because your ears right. start to adjust to it. And then I'm like, maybe it stopped. No, no, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Terrible. I can see it now. Like I, this might ruin one night of sleep for the two of you, but like I just start rummaging through your cabinets for <laughs> pots and pans. <laughs> And I'm like just so angry and I grab like three pots and pans and I go up to where they are and just start like Yeah, you gotta do the back and forth. Yeah, I ain't getting no sleep because of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Playing up to the angry black stereotype. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of angry black stereotype, I will be talking about that in my story. What we're going to be doing tonight for story time is we will be talking about our favorite movies for Christmas and uh, also ripping them to shreds. This is your podcast host and editor Trev here. Just a little spoiler, it does end up just being one movie, but that is okay. So uh, the 
the movie that I picked was growing up. I loved Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's a Me good too. One. I love that movie. Such a good movie. Uh, until I watched it with Amy maybe three or four days ago, and I realized that it is an absolutely insane movie. Full disclosure, I have a whole thing of notes that you can't really see, but I have- the Did you take these while watching Jingle All The Way? <laughs> no, I just, I like replayed the movie in my head and wrote down all my thoughts. Okay. So I'll, I'll try to, you know, try not to linger too well, long, but- bombing and that's no big deal <laughs> that's the part that bothers me the most about that movie yeah that's right I don't worry i'll get into that <laughs> that's in his notes <laughs> so uh the whole premise of the movie is that arnold is a shitty dad and he's always disappointing his son because it opens on him not being there for his son's karate belt ceremony in the middle of this they also introduce ted the neighbor who apparently fucks all the moms <laughs> which i didn't realize when i was a kid that was something that was new information i was like oh why are, why is he like saying sexual innuendos to these women and they're like saying them back like can you come over and fix my pipes <laughs> that was like a literal line from the movie yeah, it's okay. yeah it's okay arnold shows up late and he walks into the school. There's like no cars in the parking lot. There's no like sound coming from the gymnasium. So like very clearly he didn't make it in time, but he walks into the gymnasium and he's like, oh man, I didn't make it. And then he gets, he gets home and he sees Ted on the roof and Ted's like, hey, you missed the thing. Don't worry, I got it on video. So we're planting the seeds of Ted hatred. Um, he gets in the door and the the son jamie aka anakin skywalker from star wars episode one uh he's very angry at his dad to the point where he won't talk he to force him Force pushes him he force pushes him he's like get the fuck away from me uh he leaves the show he's watching just to get away from his dad trying to talk to him and he goes into his room and just ignores the fuck out of him until arnold promises him the Turbo Man doll. They keep calling it a doll. It's an action figure, but they call it a doll throughout the entire movie. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. He promises him this Turbo Man doll. Then Anakin decides like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> I love my dad again. Do you think so, they called it a doll because action figure was too difficult for Arnold Schwarzenegger to say in his accent? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I can that imagine that action figure, yeah. like the entire movie. Yeah. Just... <laughs> it's just like every single time he tries to say it, he's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. doll, let's just call it a doll. <laughs> yeah, a doll is easier for him to say. Uh, so he basically is making up for his shitty parenting by just getting his son this doll that he wants. Bribery. It's Bribery <laughs> and capitalism. And then, uh, so he goes downstairs to tell his wife what a great dad he is. <laughs> and then his wife is like, oh, yeah, I meant to ask you, like, did you get it? Because it's basically sold out at this point if you haven't. And then Arnold's like, oh, fuck. And then he lies to his wife. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, of course I got it. What do you think? I'm a bad dad or something? Had it for years. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so the next day is the day before Christmas, and he like tries to sneak out of the house. And that would be Christmas. Yeah, also known as Christmas Eve. <laughs> uh, Christmas Eve is at nighttime. Yeah, but the whole day is just considered eh, Christmas Eve at this point. I don't, I don't agree with that. Eh, you're wrong. Semantics. Christmas Eve day. Christmas Eve Semantics. day. Uh, so he gets caught by his son Jamie, aka Anakin, and he's like, "Hey." where are you going there's a christmas parade today like we always go to the christmas parade and arnold's like don't worry i'm just going to the office so he lies to his child and wife and says he's going to the office something that a cheater would do and he goes to the store to buy this definitely already sold out turbo man doll Fuck's and wow Oh, he, he fucks Ted. Uh, <laughs> actually, Ted, while he's leaving, walks up with a reindeer and he's like, I'm getting my son a reindeer because I'm such a good dad, which Amy pointed out was literally a female moose wearing fake antlers, which I thought was a funny uh, thing to notice. <laughs> That's really funny. So he gets to the store and while he's waiting for it to open, he meets Sinbad's character, who is just the angry black man stereotype. He's just always shouting and he's crazy and he's obnoxious. So Sinbad's looking for the same gift. Definitely not competition there or anything. And he goes, how about we team up and try to get one each together. And uh, Arnold is so embarrassed at this loud, angry black man that he says, no, thank you. And then... (laughs) So from that point forward, Sinbad decides that he's going to sabotage every attempt to for Arnold to get this doll. And then, uh, mean also, I just want to point out and preface this, Arnold breaks the law so much in this movie, and there are near zero consequences besides him like getting two tickets, one for getting pulled over and one for... Uh, hitting a cop's motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) that poor cop yeah yeah, the cop that just recurs throughout like every like couple of scenes um so at the toy store arnold threatens some employees into telling him where the last turbo man doll they sold was and uh fearing for their lives they tell him that some woman just walked out with the last one and so he chases her down and then offers her double for what's in the bag. Just sounds kind of creepy if you ask me. He's like, he, he never he never said like Turbo Man doll. He was like, I will pay you double for what's in the bag. And uh, so she's like, you know what? Fuck my kid. I don't care about getting them a present. I'll take double the money. And so he he buys the 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 bag everybody trying to sell a ps5 right now oh my god oh that's what a perfect metaphor for the ps5 (laughs) is jingle all the way uh so he buys the bag and immediately rips the toy out of the bag and it's booster which is like turbo man's sidekick and he's like fucking booster and throws it in the trash (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean it's his he bought it so, so he has that right he has that right but like not just give it back to the woman or 
literally give it to some stranger on the sidewalk. Let's just toss yeah. it in the trash. And then he sees the person who actually bought Turbo Man and it's in there. It's just precariously placed in their back window, like taunting him. And he's like, <laughs> wait. And he runs after their car and she sees him in the rear view mirror and she's like, fuck that. And like drives off even faster. He feels defeated. And so he decides to call home to admit defeat to his wife and who picks up but ted ted the cucking neighbor (laughs) and they're baking cookies um before arnold calls he tells um liz the wife that if she's so stressed he could give her a massage (laughs) (laughs) and liz says no thank you and then he goes well i'll watch the boys how about you go take a nice relaxing shower (laughs) and so she goes upstairs ted starts eating the cookies and he picks up the phone to arnold and uh arnold's like what are you doing at my house and he's like ah just having some cookies with liz arnold's like get your hands off of my cookies. And like, he's like (laughs) really concerned about the cookies and not so much his wife, (laughs) which I know is a metaphor, but still. And so he's like, can you put Liz on? I need to talk to her. And uh, Ted is like, well, Liz, I think is in the shower. Do you want me to go check? (laughs) And, (laughs) And Arnold is like, no. And then, you know, that interaction ends. He's just like, Tell Liz I called and, uh, you know, I got to talk to her. So after that, he heads over to another toy store. And this one, they have a couple Turbo Man dolls. And this has to be like the most capitalist pig toy store in the entire world because they're like, we're going to hand out bouncy balls. And uh, this is for a chance to buy the Turbo Man doll for quadruple the price because we know the (laughs) supply and demand the crowd reminiscent of a black friday crowd everyone's freaking out and they make the employees spill the bouncy balls and it's just like a free for all it's like a royal rumble everyone's like kicking the shit out of each other for these balls and one of them bounces away outside of the store and off the balcony down to the ground floor into a toddler's lap and Arnold goes, I'm going to chase down that toddler and get that ball. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so then he literally chases this toddler through a play place into a ball pit. And he's he's like, hi, little girl. Can I have the ball? And she's like, no. And then puts it in her mouth, kind of like what Jimmy does. <laughs> <laughs> and then I definitely I had done that. Arnold decides it's a good idea to try to get the ball out of her mouth. And in approaching this little girl, he catches a purse to the face from her mom. And her mom starts yelling about Arnold being a pervert. And then a whole swarm of women starts beating him with their purses because that's definitely the only way women can fight is with a purse. And then... Uh, after his humiliating defeat, uh, a mall Santa sees how desperate he is for this Turbo Man doll, and he's like, "Hey, yo, I can get you a Turbo Man doll." And he shows him a picture of his little elf friend holding one. And so Arnold is a very trusting man, and he 
decides to go with him to this warehouse, which turns out oh, to be... Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Full of Santas. <laughs> Terrifying. They bring him this uh, wrapped gift and charge him $200 for it. And then he's like, all right, deal. Like, he's just shelling out money all day. And he opens it immediately. And the Santa's like, wait, don't, wait, don't, don't, don't open that. And then it turns out it's Spanish Turbo Man. (laughs) (laughs) So Arnold is very unhappy about that because he has been ripped off for the second time in the day. And... He throws away Spanish Turbo Man. Yeah, did he throw that one in the trash or did he? Uh, no, he demanded his money back, and the Santa was like, "Sorry, no, no, uh, no cash back or whatever." And this leads to a fight, which leads to the entire warehouse trying to fight Arnold one at a time because that's how movie fights work. One at a time, they all take their time. They don't just swarm him and very politely. <laughs> Very politely. Santa's of all different shapes and sizes. There's a ninja, there's a giant, there's a little person. Uh, they all try to kill Arnold, and Arnold is an action hero, so he can't die. Then the police bust in and start just arresting Santa's left and right. <laughs> and then they notice Arnold, and they're like, What the fuck are you doing here? And Arnold, the resourceful man he is, grabs a toy the badge, badge and he's like, I'm FBI, and you knuckleheads just blew an undercover operation. Oh, my God. And they buy it. Of course they do. (laughs) He's, like, literally impersonating a federal agent, and he's even, like, giving people orders. (laughs) And then he just leaves. Like, it's no big deal. Uh, So then he calls home again to admit his failure, and little Anakin picks up. And uh, he's like, you're coming to the parade, right? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I might not make it. And he's like, but you literally promised this time. <laughs> and then uh, Arnold's like, I'm really sorry. And this child blows up on him and just hangs up the phone. His wife walks in on the the end of the call and she's very upset. And she goes, damn you, Howard which is Arnold's name in the movie. Arnold sulks over to a local diner and he gets a coffee and who else is there but Sinbad's character. (laughs) And uh, so they have a little bonding moment over a drink that Sinbad puts into Arnold's coffee and he just chugs straight from the the flask because uh, black alcoholics. So they're having actually a nice moment And then on the radio comes, if you can answer this Christmas question, we'll give you a Turbo Man doll. And so uh, Arnold, they ask the question, it's like name the 12 reindeer or whatever. And Arnold sprints over to the phone, calls the radio station. And Sinbad is also trying to get over to the phone. So they're fighting again. And rather than allowing Arnold to win the Turbo Man doll and steal it, he decides to just snip the phone line and now none of them can get it and then uh the server is like hey guys listen i know you're like causing a huge scene but i want to help you the radio station is just a couple blocks down the street and so then they sprint over there bust into the studio the guy calls the cops and also reveals to them that they wouldn't have gotten the Turbo Man doll before Christmas, even if they did win it. 
Uh, so they're very mad about that. The cops show up. Good old USPS. Them. Sinbad uh, pulls out one of his. He's a mailman, so he pulls out one of his packages that he was supposed to deliver, and he's like, "Hey, this is a bomb." Nobody moves. <laughs> so he's literally calling in a bomb threat, basically, in front of all... Like, there's probably 20 officers all surrounding them with their guns drawn. And it seems like it's a bluff because he already did it once in the studio. And so everyone's like, that's not a bomb. And then Arnold's like, yo, this man is literally insane. That is probably a bomb. <laughs> Take him seriously. And they let them both go. And then the police officers check. And that one pompous police officer that keeps pulling over Arnold uh, looks at it. And he's like, I was in the bomb squad. This is just, this is a baby toy. And then it explodes in his face. Uh, and he probably should be dead, to be honest. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Along with it was like a cartoon explosion. Yeah. The whole building shakes and like yeah. a giant explosion. <laughs> and, and then, then just his face is black and his hair is sticking up. Honestly, my favorite line from the whole movie is Sinbad going, That really was a bomb? Y'all people are sick. And then <laughs> and then he keeps le- he he leaves. Uh so then Arnold heads home. Unfortunately, his car was stripped of, like, everything, just doors and tires and even, like, the rims, just literally everything. And it says Merry Christmas on the win- the windshield. Uh, so he has to get a ride home. And when he gets home, he breaks into Ted's house <laughs> to steal the Turbo Man from him. Under the tree. Because he's this desperate at this point. Um but the deer that Ted got for his son is in the house and decides to be a hero and chase him off. Um, also, funny funny little note, they named the deer Ted as well. And at one point when Arnold calls home, he's like, where's your mom? And little Anakin says, oh, she's petting Ted, <laughs> which I thought was a fun little joke there. Uh, so this deer is chasing him around the house and he knocks a, a decoration into the fire and then that creates a bigger fire and then he kicks it out the window at some Christmas carolers and they freak out and then he is now caught in the house and uh, Ted and Liz are both very upset and Liz is so upset that she's like, honestly, Ted, take me to the parade. So she's, she's like really messing with Arnold's head here. And then just to add insult to injury, the deer takes one more swing at Arnold, but Arnold says, absolutely not. And he sucker punches the deer. He cold cocks it right in the face and uh, then blames the deer for attacking him. So it wasn't the fact that he was breaking and entering to steal a child's Christmas toy. It was the fact that the deer attacked him to stop him from doing so that he was upset about. Yeah. So just add that one to a, a long list of felonies that he's been racking up. So he somehow makes his way to the parade and he sees Ted trying to kiss Liz, who is absolutely not having it. It's a little bit rapey, to be honest. And... Uh, 
Liz smacks him in the face with some hot cocoa or eggnog or something in a thermos and then she runs off and Arnold runs up to the car but as he's doing that he bumps into the cop that's been tormenting him for this entire movie (laughs) Uh, saw him bomb (laughs) yeah Um, and he knocks the cops hot coffee all over him and so obviously the cop is gonna try to arrest him as he should have probably before the bomb and uh, (laughs) Arnold runs so now he's evading police just add that to the felony list he hides in a warehouse and loses the cop where these people who are working on a float are like oh are you the guy and he's like what and then they start dressing him in a suit and they're like don't worry it's like probably safe this time (laughs) and so we all know as the viewer that he's putting on the turbo man suit he's going to be on a turbo man float he sees uh someone dressed as booster and he's like i know you and the guy's like yeah no shit and then (laughs) uh he gets on the float he still has no idea he's turbo man he didn't look at like his arms or like his legs or literally anything that they put him in he's very confused and he gets on the float and then he's like wait a second i'm turbo man (laughs) and then uh Booster tells him that he has to give a kid in the crowd a Turbo Man doll. And, of course, he's going to pick his own son because... Nepotism. nepotism. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's awful. And then, uh, so he has, like, a little intercom system, and he's like, Jamie! And then uh, Jamie is like, he knows my name? (laughs) Not even recognizing his own dad's very unique voice. (laughs) he comes up onto the float to receive his toy and he gets close enough to see who is under the helmet uh does not recognize his dad at all (laughs) (laughs) because there is a see-through orange visor in front of the top half of his face uh so he he gets the doll and then in comes Sinbad dressed as Turbo Man's villain and he swoops in and tries to take the, the Turbo Man doll from Jamie who runs away and uh, Sinbad chases after him. Everyone in the crowd just thinks this is part of the act. And so uh, he chases him up a building to the roof. <laughs> And Jamie is on this roof and he has nowhere to go. So he starts climbing the decoration on top, which tips over. And now he's hanging literally for his life. If he if he loses. Also, I just want to say he's got great grip strength with knit mittens. (laughs) <laughs> or sorry is he, still holding, is he still holding on to a turbo man toy it's in at this his point? backpack oh how did he get into the backpack it's like a pretty big toy I, yeah i don't know <laughs> he just like throws it up there just magnets in uh classic video game logic just pop it in the old inventory uh so then uh everyone starts shouting at arnold's and they're like, use your turbo jets. And <laughs> this suit has like a jet pack. A hundred million dollar jetpack in it. <laughs> it's the best jetpack I've ever seen. I mean, he doesn't know how to use it, so like there's a whole scene about him like 
being bad with it, but then all of a sudden he's like soaring all over the place. He's like literally Iron Man. And <laughs> just as just as Jamie falls and loses his grip, uh, he swoops in and catches him, at which point Jamie is close enough to his father. He is as close as humanly possible physically and still does not recognize his father. I'm sure he's even been held by him before, but he just does not recognize him at all. Just can't put two and two together, you know? And so uh, they land, and uh, Jamie goes, Oh, man, I just wish my dad was here to see all of this. And then Arnold goes, Don't worry, I'm right here. And Jamie... And Liz, his wife, both are like, what? <laughs> it was you? Wow. So even his own wife didn't recognize him. And she was too busy looking at Ted. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and then, so, meanwhile, the police are arresting Sinbad's character. Uh, and... So Jamie goes up to him with the Turbo Man doll because he just found out that he also wanted one. And he says, you can have this one. And then Arnold goes in the most friendly way possible, which is kind of weird because I'd be kind of upset. He was like, but Jamie, isn't that the doll you always wanted? And then Jamie goes, I have the real thing at home. <laughs> And that's how the movie oh, man. that's how the movie should have ended. <laughs> but then they get home and uh Liz waits for Jamie to go upstairs to bed and then like almost like semi seductively she's like wow like you went through all that just for Jamie's gift. And so you think like she's getting ready to like seduce him or something or like reward him with sex because sex is only a reward that men get. She says, I can't wait to see what you got me. And then the camera <laughs> zooms into his shocked face and then it cuts. And that's the end of the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a, it's a wild movie. Oh yeah. For, yeah a kids that movie? Seems for a, for a Christmas movie. That's a ride. That actually turned out to be like an entire episode. <laughs> that was like pretty perfect, yeah. <laughs> we kind of already did this. We did the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. We did. We, we should have just on Trev tries to describe the plot of, of our Christmas favorite movies. Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> we might do that next week, too, even though that will come out after Christmas. It'll still be before Christmas, you know? Eh, right. So, you yeah, know. Spooky season extended. I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty bad at Christmas. We should movies. make Trevor describe this plot of the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it? Should I watch it first? We're bringing back spooky season. Because I mean, I watched this one. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Watch it. Okay. All right. And I'll, I'll give you my Trev synopsis. <laughs> we do have an improv. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to be Santa Claus and the elves, which are you three, are uh, are coming to me <laughs> a jolly old elf. with problems and concerns. Okay. Uh, it could be literally anything. 
Uh, it could be an HR issue. It could be a production issue. Whatever. <laughs> Mrs. Claus tried to touch me again. <laughs> this is my narrator voice. I'm gonna do a Santa voice. He sounds oh, kind of like oh, this. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Sound like a doofus. <laughs> sounds a little uh, creepy. <laughs> no, I, I have a Santa voice. I can do it. I promise. Uh, it is a wonderful time in the North Pole as Santa and the elves prepare for Christmas Eve when Sprinkles the elf walks up to Santa with a concern. Uh, oh, Sprinkles! <laughs> Mr. Claus? Mr. Claus. How can I help you, Sprinkles? I don't mean to bother you this close to the big day. Oh, it's never a bother talking to you, Sprinkles. But I'm a little concerned. What are you concerned about? Uh, all of the reindeer's noses are glowing red right now. Oh, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't. Only, I, only Rudolph's nose yeah. is supposed to glow red. I think we all know that. Would but you like, say we all knows that? <laughs> we, all, we all knows that. <laughs> but oh, I make no, jokes when like I'm terribly uncomfortable. This is like an actual issue, though. Like, how do we know which one's Rudolph? They're yeah. gonna they're, they're gonna start fighting to see who gets to guide the sleigh. Well, we're gonna have to uh, hold the reindeer games. I know we don't have a lot of time, but Sprinkles, I'm gonna put you in charge. The reindeer games are to become the new Rudolph. At this point, Rudolph is just the one in the front. I don't actually know any of the reindeer <laughs> or their names. It's just whatever order, and sometimes it's really spontaneous. So you want me to, like, formulate a reindeer games? Yes, I, I know it usually like takes two four hours. years. Four, how long? Yeah, they happen take? every four years, Santa. <laughs> uh, like, well, do an abridged version. Big ask. big ask here. Do you have any other elves that could perhaps help you? I mean, it, Jingle and Jangle are available, I think. I think they're done with their projects. <laughs> Throw in generic uh, elf name here. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to... I'll give you one idea. You know what? One game. Forget the reindeer games. And Reindeer uh, game, got it. This is actually, you know, we're breaking tradition here because Rudolph isn't allowed to do any reindeer games. Yeah. Oh, I know that, but if they're all Rudolph... That's it. That's how you do it. They have to be allowed. Rudolph is... He's uh, conditioned to not do reindeer games. So when we say that there's reindeer games, the only one who doesn't participate is Rudolph. Oh, I solved the problem. <laughs> I mean, that's brilliant. That's actually really, that's right. actually really good. I didn't right, even Tinkles, think of that. Thanks for... No, uh, <laughs> sir, <laughs> name Sprinkles. Thank you. Been here for 300 years. You should probably know that by now. <laughs> All right, Sprinkles. Thanks for uh, coming by. I appreciate. Keep up the good work. There's gonna yeah, be thanks. a raise. There's gonna be a thanks, raise Mr. for you in the in the future. A yeah, couple couple hundred more years. Thanks, Mr. Claus. All right. In walks Tin Tinselarina. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> oh, Tinselarina, you come into the claws chambers. Yes. Um. Hi. So, um, I just wanted to make you aware that um, 
We have not started even wrapping any of the presents because we have no wrapping paper left and um, it's Christmas Eve day, <laughs> Christmas Eve day. And um, I'm kind of starting to panic and elves are just going home because they say there's nothing to do, but there's actually a lot oh. to do, but we have no wrapping paper. Well, Tinsel Arena, what I will say is we're gonna have to believe a little harder if we want to get I, some more uh, toilet paper. Um, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna help us with wrapping paper. Wrapping, not toilet paper. If you, Santa, uh, oh, wrapping. Paper. I was worried about the old Saint bathroom. Uh, no. Now, nope, that's fine. We're if just, we, we can't wrap. So, you, so what you're saying is we do have toilet paper. Why is Santa Steve Harvey? Uh, why is Santa Barack Obama? <laughs> Santa's black. Santa's Santa's Joe Biden and Barack Obama if they merge together. <laughs> now, Tinsel Arena. Yes. You yes, said Santa. Oh, you said we do have toilet paper. I mean, yeah, there might be some in the bathroom. Use that as wrapping paper, later. and I'm not sure that's gonna work. We'll have well, we'll have sorry. jingle and jangle when they're done with the <laughs> the reindeer games. They can draw on on the paper, and it's just like wrapping paper. <laughs> oh, I solved it. What are we gonna use? What are we gonna use as our toilet paper? Use the reindeer, of course. <laughs> Oh, are you okay, problem Santa. solved? Thank no. you, Tinsel Arena. Okay, you're you're welcome. Are you implying that we murder <laughs> the losers of the reindeer <laughs> game? I didn't want to ask. <laughs> In comes Frankel Frankel, <laughs> the elf. Oh, Frankel Frankel. Good um, to see. It's been hey. a while. What's up, Santa? What's up? What's poppin'? Uh, What's poppin', my E? So, I got a, I got a problem to bring to you. Okay, a lot of problems tonight. First off, it's Christmas Eve. Like the, you're not allowed to use the my E. Only elves can use that. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought... Uh, I know Sprinkle said that on the way out, and... Yeah, you know, I, th I thought I, I was one of the elves, you know? No, I, you're not... You're, no, you're, you, you're the jolly old elf, but it's more just like the general, just because you hang out with the elves. Hmm. So, I'm coming to you with a problem. Okay. I mean, Santa's a little uh, sad now, but no. So I've come to you with this problem before. Um, I, I really want a different elf name. <laughs> you don't want to be Frinkle Frankle? I really do not, Santa. <laughs> I love that name. It's it's so pure. It's so pretty and pure. I want to... No, it's, it's not real pure. It's man. a family it's, it's name. Sloppy. Your father was <laughs> named Frinkle Frankle my, and your, your my, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are neither of my parents' names, my grandfather or my father. <laughs> now, I, you are aware at how slow legal procedure goes in the North Pole? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, that's why I've, I've been trying to get the ball rolling for the last, like, you know, 200 years or so. <laughs> and you've just kind of been dragging your sleigh bells around. <laughs> that's a great really, joke. Nearly breaking my jingle bells oh, here. Oh. All right, Frankel Frankel. Well, here's the deal. Uh, do you have a lawyer? Uh, <laughs> a lawyer? This is the North freaking Pole, Santa. Everybody here makes toys. 
You don't even have wrapping paper. Oh, 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 oh. oh things are falling apart. <laughs> I have to be honest with you, Frinkle Frankel. There, I got you over a barrel There, here. There might not be a Christmas this year. Well, we can't afford a lawyer is, for you to listen, change listen. your name. I can rally the elves, and we can get this this Christmas going, but I really need you to change my oh, name. I would love to do that, but if I did, we wouldn't have enough money for Christmas. Mm, oh, I mean, no. The currency up here is just snowballs anyway. There's plenty of them. Tell you what. You you put a down payment on the first half of the lawyer. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll just make a bunch of snowballs. All right. Save it for the reindeer games or some shit. Dangle and dangle. Make I'm going to pretend you didn't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you save up for a lawyer. I will pitch in half. And we'll change your name. Do you have a name picked right, out? Cool. Uh, I might. What is it? Uh, dragon. Dragon. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's not very Christmassy. Just that's extremely Christmassy. Oh, oh. Vetoed. Oh. <laughs> no, Go back to work, <laughs> Frinkle Frankel. You're done. <laughs> You're not gonna get anything oh, done, Santa. Oh, oh, oh. You're terrible, Santa. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it looks like Christmas isn't happening here in the North Pole, so. <laughs> Better luck next year. You were busy worrying about vetoing name changes <laughs> instead of taking care of the actual problems. Well, uh, that's where we're gonna wrap up. That's uh, that's an episode right there. Um, oh, I want to thank, thank the three of us. you for joining me thank remotely. Thank you, Trev. Thank you. Honestly, it went smoothly despite it being remote. Yeah, I'm actually a yeah. little surprised. Yeah. But that's just remote shmimo, that's the you know? professionalism that we bring to the tune in podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would expect exactly. nothing less from us. Yeah. Well, uh, that's it. So uh, I'm going to pass this over to Future Trev. Future Trev here on the first day of Christmas or your holiday of choice. My tune goon gave to me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, maybe? That would really help uh, the algorithm stop bullying me and it would show this podcast to other people. And then we'd get more listeners and we could do better stuff because we'd start getting sponsored. I'm not going to bore you with the details, but all it is, you know, it takes five minutes you just say something really nice about us click that five stars and that's it submit it you're done and then as a reward to yourself you can head on over to our instagram tune in ent and see some of the little bonus stuff that we have going on over there you can also slide into our dms on instagram or email us tuneinentertainment at gmail.com and become our new friend and speaking of friends they thought they were safe but thanks to you they are not at least not from us make them listen to the podcast what you can do is make them a nice little mix cd i think people still do that these days and uh, put all their favorite music on there but sneak one of your favorite episodes of ours into the cd and in the middle of christina aguilera's genie in a bottle i think that's by her suddenly tune in podcast is here they'll be hooked immediately and then you can listen together and have a good time and if you're having a good time i'm having a good time that's it for this episode we'll catch you on the next episode
Oh, hey, it's me, Panty Claws. I'm going to deliver sexy underwear to all of your children, but I have to do it from the mail because I'm not allowed near them. I will say this, though. I'm determined to make sure every little boy and every little girl has the sexiest go, underwear. Go, go, go. Where did you come from? Why are you taking my laptop? What are you doing? You have to let me go. I'm not done doing what I'm supposed to be doing stuff and saving those 